Hello, friends, family. My name is Mila Ruiz, as you know, and welcome back to Soul Garden, where we talk about everything, heart, mind, body, soul, and let's get to it. So I hope that everyone's having a very peaceful, graceful, enlightening, illuminating new moon and eclipse season. I know for me, I'm feeling freaking good, marvelous. In fact, I'm feeling amazing. I'm very grateful that I was able to handle this new moon, this new moon and this eclipse in a very positive, lighthearted, simple flow state type of way. If I'm being honest, I felt something accumulating uh, months back, maybe not months, like March. I felt a little disembodied, I'm not going to lie. I saw old patterns of mine resurface, which really surprised me because I had thought that I had shaken them off. You know, I had thought with my whole spiritual journey, my yoga journey, my self-help, health journey, that I held myself down to the point where I was going to be sustainable forever, um, which I don't think is naive. Um, but I think, well, obviously it was not the case because they did come back to the surface and they did reappear. Um, but this time was a little bit different in that I felt as though um, kind of like I had to go through certain motions with those old patterns in order to truly birth something new. And I feel like that birthing that I'm talking about is really happening this weekend with the new moon and the eclipse season. So, um, yeah, that's basically what happened. And if we think about new moons, they're really opportunities to plant new seeds, to have you know new goals, to start over. And from what I'm understanding about a solar eclipse, that's like the same thing on a larger scale in that it's an opportunity to renew, to reset, control, all delete, all the bull. And, you know, really think about what do you want to realize? And not just think about it, but just be about it and enact it and go start today. Um, Really, you know, it's kind of interesting in the sense of the sun and the moon are seen as like cultural deities across nations, right? So for that reason, you know, there are great sources of power, great sources of life. And there's some cultures that actually believe the sun is believed to die during the solar eclipse and then come back to life at the end. So... This is a great time to do any sort of like cleansing ceremony or anything like that. Because if the sun dies and comes back to life, then we could definitely have a little death ourselves <laughs> and come back to life as well. No need to be afraid. But in this way, I believe that the solar eclipse is truly an opportunity for quantum leaps. And we know time isn't linear. It isn't necessarily real. The way we ascribe, you know, numbers to time is like, something that we do it's not something of time itself um so the solar eclipse the fact that the sun is dying and rebirthing and therefore we can be like that huge thing that we see in the sky that you know 
really fuel so much of our existence and have a metamorphosis ourself is beautiful but also like think about it if you can really tune into and tap into time like that you can make some major healing happen some major growth get much closer to yourself which is actually you know the goal at the end of the day self-awareness that's one of the main things we're here on earth for i believe um so basically just using this as an opportunity but also from what i understand also allowing the eclipse to move through you and i was saying this to myself earlier allow the spirit of the eclipse to move through you and if you look to different astrologers and tarot readers there's many who will say something along the lines of not a great time for manifestation or setting new rituals or magic work or things of that nature because um for many reasons for example i actually have an experience where the night of the 28th to the 29th of april 2022 i went to the void like i always do and i was calling out kind of to venus without realizing it and i was you know seeking that high sensual energy that love that attraction that desire that lust not in a i need this or i need someone to need me type of way but i was like i love these things and so i invite them into my life i don't mind if a lot of people want me like <laughs> you know i was just having a real raw conversation with love with venus with the the mujer the mother you know and i woke up to a text <laughs> from my ex and it was like oh i was literally telling my client oh my guy like um that's not exactly what i expected i need to be more specific when i go into the dream world into the void which i swear i will have an episode on that later i have so much to say about the void and manifestation work and there's so much theories that surround that that i would love to dive into for y'all but another time but anyways that's not specifically what i was thinking but at the same time shows how powerful uh, manifestation is how powerful the void is and, and if you're not specific um, it can, you know, with especially with the chaos of an eclipse, it can manifest in a lot of different ways. That wasn't a bad way. I wasn't offended or nothing. It was just like interesting because it wasn't how I imagined it coming out. So I think that this whole story, just to say that if you aren't specific with what you're trying to manifest, it can um, come in a way that you didn't expect, you know? So like I said, I've heard different people in all different types of realms um, talk about it's good to manifest during this time. And then some say it's not good to manifest during this time. And I think it's for multiple reasons. For example, And like I said, um, another one would be trying to harness the power of such a, you know, an event of this magnitude, something that, you know, across cultures, across nations and lands is seen as magnificent and and huge and enormous. Um, I think it's a little bit, you know, not dramatic, but not vain either, but almost like, okay, I'm gonna try and tap into this extra ET, extraterrestrial, um, micro, macrocosm event and use it for my um, self gain. It's not necessarily bad. It's good to know what's going on and be aware self-aware and to be aware of the cosmos and aware of events and you know 
I'll use them in your calendar to prime your, your work, um, but also realize that they're so big that we can allow them to work through us. Like they have messages for us, these events, these types of things. So if we're too involved in what does this look like for me, we can maybe be removed from a bigger picture that might actually have benefit for better benefit for us than we could have done ourselves. So you can do your manifestation work, of course, but I say be open to something beyond yourself. Be open to things not happening exactly in the way that you have planned them. And just ultimately, I would bank on the statement like, my guides, the great spirit knows what's best for me. And at the end of the day, <coughs> excuse me, blessings come in disguises often. So just be open to blessings coming to you in the most righteous and, uh, you know, justified way. And just know that you can't control everything. Um, anyway, so like I'm saying, solar eclipses are huge and um, just allow the spirit in general, but especially the spirit of the eclipse to work in you, on you, and to bring you to full realization, full self-awareness, full presence, and be willing to be moved, be willing to hear and listen and to be swayed if it is for your greater good. I wanted to talk a little bit more about this astrology stuff. Like I said, oh, I haven't said it yet, but let me preface by saying that I am no way an expert in astrology or um, tarot. Um, I just do my research and I try to apply it in the ways that make sense for me, like a normal person. Um, but more than that, like I said, I'm pretty tapped in, intuitive, blessed. I like to say I'm just blessed. So if my translation of any of this can help someone else, why not? So as we know, Taurus, shout out to all my Tauruses actually, because I actually have a lot of love for Taurus. It's not like I naturally gravitate towards these people like in a room, but when I get to know a Taurus, I'm always like, this is a true person. Like this person is real. This person is really dope. And I feel like y'all are really good friends and like lifelong friends. So shout out to every Taurus out there. I hope, you know, you have a good birthday season and you feel celebrated. But as we know, Taurus is an earth element. It is very grounded. It actually rules both the throat and the thyroid. So for me already um, in Taurus season, I have totally innovated, pimped out my food game, my cooking game already like i'm i'm always trying to eat good but i felt really high um reference of food this season like you can see me i'll be posting about food I actually be trying to like monitor myself because i feel like i'm posting food too much and people are like i'm not trying to follow a food blog like i'm trying to follow a girl <laughs> um nonetheless um i think this is a great opportunity for you to check in with your metabolism like are you digesting food right are you getting and this is what i think my message from this is or one of my many messages from this season i'm getting way too much sugar baby girl and even though it's like you know 
juice, healthy juice, cold pressed juice, fruit, cacao, like granola bar. A lot of those things seem like they can be healthy surface level, but you check the nutrition information and the content of sugar on the back. Oh my God, I almost had a, <laughs> oh, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to, you know, put that on myself, but I almost dropped to the floor, to the floor in the grocery store when I'm like, yo, my whole day's dose of sugar is in this three inch bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be very, very mindful of your sugar content because ultimately a lot of people are overdosing on sugar. What does that mean? They're tired, they're bloated, they're groggy, they're upset. You know what I'm saying? So like, just check the nutrition facts because a lot of times the fact says vegan, vegan, non-GMO, non-pesticide, uh, paleo, keto, all these really cool terms that I love, but it also matters how much sugar you're getting. So basically for that reason, I've just had a very strong inclination of doing everything in the house. Like I've been making my own energy bites, my own pancakes, my own smoothies. I've been meal prepping my salads because you can't just trust anyone out there. And like I said, and even sometimes they seem like they're on our side because they they hit some of the terms. But we got to remember when we outsource all of our power to these companies, they don't have the best for us in mind. So that being said, I related that back to Taurus because the thyroid and the throat, which is kind of how we receive food and thyroid helps regulate that food and how we transfer that food so um check in with your metabolism check in with your hydration baby please drink water drink coconut water like get diverse sources of hydration so that you can be glowing for the rest of your life and then um of course when we talk about the throat chakra it's about communication um Liberating your voice is like the first thing that comes to mind. But I, like I said, because of the spirit of the eclipse, I really recommend that you are open to receiving messages and open to like opening your throat, but also allowing, I don't know, not necessarily channeling, but just really allowing some element of surprise. Allow yourself to surprise yourself, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Because, for example, I never thought I would be speaking into the microphone about all this astrology right now but um it just really seemed right because i didn't see a lot of fresh material on this and i didn't hear a lot of people that i could actually relate to like as soon as i turned the podcast on i'm like i can't get through this video or this little clip because you don't talk nothing like me you know what i'm saying so that being said i'm gonna be a voice right now in a way that i never really imagined um, so let me know how you like that so that I can know how I'm being received. But yeah, re- be open to receiving messages um, to your throat. And remember to be very careful with your words because everything you speak, um, you give um, opportunity to realize and to come into being. So being very, very, very careful with your words, um, how you talk to other people. Most importantly, how you talk about yourself you know, and really how you talk to other people is a reflection of how you feel about yourself. So just speak love, speak um, positivity and blessings, like anything that comes out of my mouth, people get blessed when my mouth opens because I don't really have time for the drama. Like you got to be on that tip. Like don't waste your energy. You have a certain amount of energy per day. 
And so don't waste it talking about nonsense that don't even matter. But more importantly, the way you talk to yourself, whether you talk out loud to yourself, because I love doing that and I don't care. People will look at me on the street and be like, but she don't got AirPods in. Like, what's she doing? <laughs> yep, I'm doing it. I'm talking to myself in public. So what? Anyways, so be careful of how you talk to yourself, whether you do it physically or mentally. If you're talking to yourself, um, for example, I was in my yoga class. I do an acro yoga uh, two or three times a week. I love it. It's so good for you. So anti-gravity actually is what it's called. Anti-gravity yoga. Amazing. Shout out, Alex. But basically, um, there's some. it was like a move I saw somebody do. And I heard myself say, I'll never be able to do that. And I was like, whoa, slow your roll. Who are you talking to? Because I'm about to do that right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to catch yourself because a lot of times um, we're, I was going to say, not brainwashed, kind of brainwashed, but just like immersed into different voices, like your parents' voices or whoever your caretaker might have been when you grew up or teachers, someone who might have had a positive, negative, or both impact on you. Um, just someone that you spend time around who helped you to understand life. Um, for example, my mom was very tough love type. I love her to death. Um, for some reason, first for that reason, actually, I often like be hard on myself because I'm like trying to inspire <laughs> like better quality um, work or something like that. And I'm like, oh, you can't do that to make, kind of make myself do that. But now I'm at a point where I just don't like hearing the negativity anymore. So I got to like catch myself and be like, I like gentle ways of communication now, remember, you know? <laughs> and then I just try to inspire myself with love because um, it's just a, a easier for me to process like that. And so just check in with those voices. Yoga is a great uh, practice, of course, to watch the mind. It's kind of meditative to watch and see what emotions come up, what voices come up. And then to really question, are those my voices? Is that really coming from me? Do I really feel like that? Because often it's not even like that. Um, yeah, so just pay attention to your head. Pay attention to the voices. Are those old songs from somebody else that they sung to you and they wanted you to adapt, but they're not your songs? It's a great time to release some of those and just really let go. And back to Taurus, which is this season, and the new moon is in Taurus. Taurus is all about self-love, self-worth. Um, and what I wanted to say on that, what I've received is like, um, in loving yourself, you'll stop selling yourself short. I'll say that again. In loving yourself, you're going to stop selling yourself short. So, for example, whether you respond to a text message that you know is not for your greater good and it's not going to neutrify your higher self, um, that's selling yourself short because you're telling yourself how what you deserve. And when you subconsciously play with yourself like that, <laughs> when you subconsciously play yourself and tell yourself that you deserve... Um, someone from the past who didn't treat you right or someone who's not ready for you, then when you go out into the world and you try to have a fresh start, a fresh day, and you think that you're open to new possibilities, your subconscious mind is like, oh, but what about that, that hitter? That hitter that texted you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're blocking yourself from receiving blessings. 
And if you're really inviting all these new opportunities, you're going to act like you already have them. So if you already have them, you wouldn't be responding to that person. If you already had six figures, you wouldn't be afraid to give away some money. You know what I'm saying? So one of those things like living in the future. If you really uh, do manifestation work, it's one of the techniques that they, the community holds, which is like, you have to live today like you already have what you want in the future. Time isn't real. The future, the past, and the contemporary are all happening at the same time. So given that, you need to already be acting like your future self so that your future self can put the things in motion that you might not know that the, te- the technicalities or the specificities, but it's going to happen. And she knows it's going to happen. So you just got to be about it and let her handle the rest, as well as your guys your angels, and your higher self. Um, Another thing about Taurus is their bodies. I'm thinking of a bull, and I'm thinking of like a big body bull, how like our ox, how their body is just so thick and healthy and strong. Um, So for our bodies, um, coming back to your bodies, as far as have you been smelling good things recently? That's the senses. Have you been seeing beautiful things Have you been touching soft, furry, warm things? Like, just get back into your body. And I heard um, Feature Wild, she was talking about animal allies and how they're always in their bodies. Animals are almost always in their bodies. I was just trying to think of, like, can I think of an animal that's ever, like, thinking about how it messed up the other day? And so it's frozen and doesn't know what to do next. (laughs) I'm like, nah. Like, the elephants, the monkeys the domesticated animals even they're stretching they're lying down they're always present and they're always in their bodies so connecting with an animal right now it could be a good idea to bring you back to your body to feel their fur to play with them and then um another thing yeah i just say exercising is a good thing to get you back in your body feel your body sweat feel yourself exacerbated because you just worked out so much or it can be even more gentle and you can just stretch opening up your hips anything to get you back in your body i advocate for especially because our bodies are like the culmination of food and the culmination of earth so um, we taught this in yoga and it's that when you were in the womb whatever your mother ate that became you and her mother before her and her mother before her and our ancestors what they ate determines our phenotypes our features our hair colors like food is really like all that we are so food is super important and for that and on that same note that earth which is food and nutrition that is so important too and that is what our bodies are so since we're a culmination of food, the earth, the cosmos, it's a great time to tap into these things and to be very intentional with how you consume and engage with these things. Um, yes, yes, yes. Allow the animals to be a pathway to rediscover your body and re-inhabit your body. And this is also a, an actual, another recommendation that I have, which is that if you like doing tai chi qigong or even yoga asana there's different animals that represent different postures or different movements 
that can really help can be even like another way to engage your body and to engage that animal spirit like doing a pigeon pose or a frog pose or um tree pose like these poses are modeled after nature and it's not by accident it's because we have so much to learn from nature and to learn from animals so if you really don't have an animal in your in your vicinity and you want to connect with animals i recommend you do this and try to channel some of their wisdom and some of their energy like that and speaking of nature go out in nature please after this i'm about to go to the beach and put my toes all up in the sand and just recalibrate to the earth's vibration because i need it like i don't even remember last time i was like at the beach and i live right next to the beach i often go like bike on the beach but i don't always go in the water and in the sand and we're in spring i don't want to say summer's coming because i feel like i want to be present in the moment we're in spring it was just raining this morning and unless it's hot as hell here in miami in south beach and i'm so blessed because um i have the beach right here so I want to get to the beach and I'm going to get to the beach right after this podcast and I'm just going to get into the earth because it's Taurus season, baby. It's new moon, it's eclipse. So this is energy that I want to soak up and carry with me as I'm in the quote unquote real world. Sorry, I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> quote unquote real world. There we go. Um, And lastly, I was going to talk about Uranus. I don't know if y'all are anything like me, but I've been watching Sailor Moon. Oh my God, it's my favorite. Oh, like, yes, I love it. And Sailor Moon is like an amazing show for astrology, an amazing show for anime, an amazing show for inspiration. If you have fallen out of love or you've let go of love, you know, um, but the character Uranus, oh my God, like, oh my God. I haven't had a crush on an anime character since Prince Zuko of Avatar. But I'm in love with this person. Um, anyways, you have to watch it to understand. Um, but Uranus is very, very active in this time. This is what I'm hearing from everybody. Uranus is very active in this time. And Uranus represents like hidden, something hidden or something surprising or something kind of shocking, but all for the purpose of liberation. So, for example, like a blessing in disguise, that's the type of vibe that Uranus is. Um, so, Uranus is in Taurus as of now and for the next four years. So, we're going to get a bunch of hidden blessings for the next four years is what I'm understanding. Okay. Um, so, back to the food theme because Taurus is, you know, connected to food. It's a great time. Like I said, cook all meals yourself if you can. Homemade meals. Know what you're putting in your food. and put. You're going to put love in your own food, of course. Sometimes you don't know when it's somebody else's food. But, I mean, if it's a friend or a neighbor or a community member, yeah, of course. You can trust and have that they have some love for you, ideally. But when it's like it's in a, a wrapping paper, you don't know where that came from. So, um, and do your research, of course. But do your best to cook more at home, to share food with your community. Um, my neighborhood just had a community event and it was so amazing like they were so generous they had so much food and wine and and just delicious fruit it was just amazing so sharing food i think is a huge element of this time 
and growing food. Okay, I often get a little bit fearsome, y'all, because I don't want to kill a plant. And I'm actually really, really blessed with my fingers. And um, so I have plants in my front yard and they're thriving. Let me tell you, they're healthy. They're touching each other. They're sprouting up towards the sky, like perpendicular. They're just happy as hell. And I'm so grateful my money chooses on and pop in. My monastera pop in, my orchids pop in. Like everything's looking good, but I'm always afraid trying to bring in like the spices um, into the home because I'm like, I don't want to hurt them and I don't know how to make them grow. And I don't get a lot of sunlight here because I'm facing uh, north and south and obviously sun goes east to west. But nonetheless, I'm even going to try it. So I recommend that you step out of your comfort zone and try it too. Let's try to grow some of our own food. If you don't have land and you don't have access to some sort of garden space, let's at least try some like herbal things that we know that we're going to use in the kitchen in our teas for our facial remedies, you know, like practical things, um, spices. And if you have space, oh, go get it. Like, I dare you, like, keep, you don't need that much. You just need, you know, what you need to feed yourself or your family. And if you have more, I really recommend you connect with others in your community and help them to be more sustainable too. I think this is going to be a big theme, as I heard from Feed Your Wild for the next four years. So um, sh cooking food, growing food, sharing food, um, food as meditation, food as nutrition, food as medicine, all of that. Um, but if I could assign y'all any homework, personally, if we want to invite all this new energy, all this reset, I think we got to declutter. We got to let go of a lot. So release what doesn't doesn't need you, what you don't need. Give it away, donate it. Um, and then really think about all the hidden blessings that you, you want to come at you uh, in the next season. But thank you for giving me a listen. Go ahead and give me a like if you like what you heard. Many blessings.